Welcome, everybody, to the Eyes on Big Podcast, your go-to Big Ten football podcast, brought to you by the Amador Whiskey Company. I'm your co-host, Jeffrey the Greek, joined, as always, by... This is Big Kurt here. Big Kurt, you on Twitter? I am on Twitter. I'm Big Kurt on Twitter at B1GKURT. And I am Jeffrey the Greek at Jeffrey the Greek. Thank you so much for listening and downloading the podcast. It's only... Uh, 6.38 in the evening on week zero, but the Big Ten slate is done because obviously there was only two games with three teams, uh, I would say, overall. That was a pretty entertaining week zero. I mean, it's about the most you can hope for two games that were set up like that. I'm in a great mood for a number of reasons. One is Illinois won, won pretty big, but also the... The Nebraska-Northwestern game, what a way to kick off the season. It was an extremely – there was a tweet I put out that just said, this is a very fun football game to watch. I don't know how I said it, but I'm assuming pretty much everybody that tuned in to watch that, even non-Big Ten fans, were extremely entertained by that football contest. Hopefully that's a a sign, like a signal of things to come for this season. We're going to have a great season. Yes, absolutely. Shout out to our guy, Boat, Boatwagon. Boatwagon. Was in the DAC, the Downstairs Athletic Club, to watch the football contest with us. Shout out to our buddy Jason. He's still over there, too. Hi, Jason. (laughs) All right, first game up was the second one in the day, the Illinois Fighting Illini 38, the Wyoming Cowboys 6. The Illini with, we didn't have the exact stats here. We kind of have to uh, total these up old school. The Illini with 475 yards of total offense to the Cowboys, 222. Not since the Battle of Bighorn have the Natives took it to the Cowboys quite as bad as they did here this evening. (laughs) All right, I like it. I like it. Um, Overall. I wanted Custer to lose this one. (laughs) Overall, um, here's, here's the best thing I can say. I think that was a flat performance it was. by Illinois, yeah. and they won 38-6. to six. And and look at the yardage difference that you just mentioned. Yeah, doubled that, them up. That's impressive. Doubled them up. Um, there was absolutely no passing attack for Wyoming to be found. Their quarterback, 6 of 21, 40 yards, zero touchdowns, and a pick. So the, the Illinois back seven definitely clamped down on whatever Wyoming was trying to bring to the table. So that's just a continuation of what the Illini were doing on the back end of last season, where they really clamped down defensively through the air. Um, I wanted to talk about touchdown Tommy DeVito, who, by the way, let's start the Heisman campaign now. Right? Yeah, obviously. So we predicted what his stats would look like. Remember that? We said yes. 175 to 200 yards. Finishes with 192. <laughs> I said two touchdowns. I said one through the air, one on the ground. He finished with two, but both through the air. I did predict a turnover. He did not have a turnover. So we were pretty darn close. We were pretty darn close. I would say that would count as at least a semi-hit. Um, yeah, 27 to 37, 192 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Chase Brown went to town, 19 carries, 151 yards, two touchdowns. Essentially, the Illinois rushing attack that I thought would show up today definitely showed up. It showed up. I will say they did get away from the running game a little bit there. During the can I can I say I didn't think there was any point of the game where the rushing attack wasn't available, but for whatever reason, Mister Lunny yeah. did not attack the rushing attack as often. Maybe there was, maybe very quickly they're like, we feel okay about how this game's going. Sure. We're gonna essentially open scrimmage this thing. Right? Is that am I looking too yeah. glass half full? No, with that? maybe, okay. maybe. And and I will say I was getting more and more. 
optimistic about the wide receiver group, and I I liked what I saw from them. I mean, Juice Point Oh, Brian Hightower, Casey Washington, everybody showed up on the stat line. There's more guys too that caught passes. Hightower is the one that I was really high on last year, but he got injured, ended up redshirting. He had uh, four receptions, 32 yards. Pat Bryant was the freshman last year who's showing out. Isaiah looked like Isaiah, Casey Washington. So I'm feeling confident that you can look across the board offensively and okay there's targets there yeah, yeah. everything like i was if you had asked me bef- like at the end of last year receiving group for this year i'd have been like oh dear god this is going to be ugly it's okay and i remember a certain podcaster trying to talk a certain illinois podcaster into how the illinois receiving core was actually in decent shape but i didn't disagree with you at, okay. at, during that podcast okay i think Maybe you were like, we need guys to step up. And we had one guy that went from a low tower to he's officially in the high tower. He's a high tower now. There's a dad joke. Very good. I like it. Um, uh, The bad things that happened there is uh, we hope Juice.0 is okay. He went out of the game. He came back in. It looked like on the victory formation, it looked like he was the safety behind it. Okay. So he's still running. He should be fine. The problem is McCray. Yeah. Josh McCray had a weird looking, just an awkward thing that happened to his right good. leg. It, did it didn't look, look good. good. Something looked something happened there. Hopefully it's not major, but it could be as our as our buddy Jason kept pointing out, he looked a lot thinner during the game. Maybe he should have maybe he should keep the pounds packed on. I don't know. Maybe. I hope he's okay, but it 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 did not look good. It if I had to guess, I would say season ending. Me too. Um speaking of not looking good, 182 yards rushing for Wyoming. That is I would say roughly double what I would expected, or at least 70, Hmm. 80 yards more than you would have thought this Illinois defense gave up. You know, it's always, you don't want to, you know, watch one game and then project out over the season. But is this an Illinois, do you think it's the potential of an Illinois, Illinois defense where the back seven is in better shape than the front four, front seven. No. Okay. No, I don't. I don't think so either, but it, that's what it was today. Okay, but also they only gave up. I'm just doing this in my head real quick here. Is this on I mean, the like fly? 40, 40 yards passing? I mean. Yeah, no, I already said it. I mean, the, it was their quarterback was. So I'm saying the, the pass, the back seven for Illinois looked amazing. The front yeah. seven, not yeah, so The front seven is going to be fine. But what, okay. I'm, what I'm trying to say is. Wyoming's going to try to move the ball somehow, and they couldn't pass it, so they had to run the ball. Gotcha. No, that's a good point. Yeah. It's That was the only available yards, is what you're saying. Yeah. I just felt there was a couple too many open running lanes. There were. I mean, there were things to be critical they, It about. just looked like their run fits fell asleep at I, times. I think you're right. So that's obviously got to get picked. Yeah. Maybe secretly that's one of those things where a coaching staff and Beetle looks at it and is kind of happy that that happened so that they can mm-hmm. chew some ass this week before – they go on the Correct. road to play the Hoosiers because, you know, I mean, obviously uh, Indiana's going to try to run the ball in some capacity. But in the end, uh, every fan base wants to walk away from week zero or week one with the W. You you, you get to take the undefeated, you know, uh, record into the second week or first week, I guess I should say. You got to be feeling pretty good, right? I feel great. The only thing I don't feel great about is this was my lock of the week, the over, and it was a push. And it hit. Yeah. yeah, so I picked I picked the over as well, so we both pushed there. Uh, one of the plays I put in was Illinois cover, and I never really felt too nervous about that. Yep. They covered this pretty easy. That would only wound up being like uh, 
It was 11 or 13. Both these lines were about the same today. Uh, I think it was, I it was 10 and a half, 10 and a half, 11, yeah. somewhere around there. So they cover easy. Illinois obviously moves to one and zero. The Eyes on Big Podcast is sponsored by the Amador Whiskey Company. Our unique process takes the highest quality Kentucky bourbon and finishes in California wine barrels. This double barrel aging technique creates unique characteristics in each barrel that produce one-of-a-kind whiskeys. Amador is made to be sip neat or is perfect for classic bourbon cocktails. Kind of like I'm having right now. Just like your favorite go-to Big Ten football podcast, Amador is the go-to whiskey this football season. Don't forget to hashtag Ask for Amador and check out our new website and finder options so you can see where Amador is near you at www.amadorwhiskeyco.com. Amador Whiskey Company, born in Kentucky, raised in California. That gets us to our only other game of the week, the first one up, which was the Big Ten game of the week, the Aerolingus College Football Classic in Aviva Stadium in Dublin, Ireland. Quick pause, it looked like quite the party that was put on over there. I mean, it overall, it looked like a good time was had by all up to the point where the contest is over. Um, we had the internet shut down where everybody was getting free beer at the football game. So there's going to be a lot of people that are going to walk away from that game with some pretty good stories to tell us from what I can gather. Aer yeah. cunning job putting this game on. <laughs> so you, you, you did think about of that. Of course. Colonel Langus. <laughs> I, when I said it last week and you laughed, I thought that's what you were laughing that's about. That's what I was laughing at. <laughs> Cunning was, job, Lingus. Cunning. Thought I was the only one. <laughs> We've had a couple cocktails. All right. Northwestern Wildcats 31. The Nebraska Cornhuskers 28. The Wildcats with 528 yards what? of total Wait, offense. Yes. Northwestern? The Northwestern Wildcats. It seemed like, I mean, I watched a lot of Northwestern wow. football last year. I swear, if you cut up their season highlights on offense last year, I don't know if they would exceed what we saw out of them just today. Is that being is that being over the top? I mean, it was shocking. It was shocking. How, how explosive their offense was. It was explosive. Was succinct uh sharp uh and and by the way the huskers with the huskers were no slouch 465 yards of total offense okay shout out to captain uh, bug eater who shared with me uh, a stat that the husk guys put out nebraska had two separate 11 point leads in this game 14 to 3 early in the game mm-hmm. pretty much everybody on twitter and the college football minds that were in this uh, the downstairs athletic club were like, wow, I think Nebraska is the better football sure, team it, here. It sure looked like it. Gave up the lead. They were down 17 to 14 at half, stormed all the way back, had their second 11 point lead in the game at 28 to 17. Okay, quite the battle that Northwestern put up. But in the end, Nebraska is the more talented team. They're taking back over. And boy, were they taking over. Yes. Oh, my God. Did Casey they... Thompson was a revelation for a big part of that football. Contest. He looked amazing through what a solid three quarters, pretty much. Final stats, 25 of 42, 355 yards, one touchdown, but two picks that came later in the game. What, well, one what of, happened? One what... of them tipped as well. Right. So up 28 to 17. Yeah, how could that possibly have swung? How could how, how what would stop the momentum? Yeah, what would they, there is no way to overstate this. The fake punt that Scott Frost okayed 
decided to do, I don't know, even when I saw them line up to do it, or when it got kicked, before I you my brain could even completely work through what was happening in the play, I was thinking to myself, this is dumb. This is a dumb thing to do. Northwestern jumps on the ball. They suddenly have the ball in good position in the field, mm. a shot in the arm momentum, and they go down and, and make it 28 to 24. The, 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 the football game completely changed right at that moment. I am trying to think just right now. I, di- I didn't prepare this ahead of time. Off the top of my head, more, a more boneheaded decision since we started broadcasting in 2018. A more off, boneheaded not off, in not game. Not off the top dis- of my head, I can't think of anything. No, this was it, this was Scott Frost throwing this game away. And I don't know how many Nebraska fans are listening right now. To be honest with you, I mean, we already, I already not- had I already had a couple tweet at me like, "I'm sorry, guys, I don't know if I can listen to the podcast." There's some. There's a. It can be cathartic to listen to a podcast break things down after the game's over, just to like, you know, it's kind of like snake. I know, but I can't but, help you out, Husker fans. I'm what, not going to help but, you. Right well, now. we can't. We can't sugarcoat it. Um, oh, no. Okay. I mean, the sugarcoating is some of the things, many of the things that Nebraska fans were excited about in the offseason were presented today. Okay, one of the things I loved this receiving core that today. Uh, Isaiah Garcia Castaneda, four catches, 121, 120 yards. Trey Palmer, eight catches, 68 yards. Travis Volkolek, five catches, 63 yards from the tight end position. That was another bummer. Because he was having a great game yeah. as a tight end. He went out with an injury. That was another momentum killer for them. Um, long story short, you know, back to it. And I, we said before we even sat down to record the podcast, we could literally talk 10 minutes specifically on Scott Frost's decision to go for that fake punt. Sure. And it's I still not, don't know not if fake we give punt. it. Onside. Onside, onside kick, excuse onside me. Kick. And I still don't think we would give it, we would give it enough credit for for how bad that was. It was bad. We could we could make an entire podcast about that. I just don't know what you're thinking. And, and and like if you're an embattled coach, which Scott Frost was even before this football contest kicked off, he's even more of an embattled coach now. That is when you are in control, you don't that's that's even more of a reason to not take risks at Sometimes when people in charge are doing so poorly, I ask myself, is it on purpose? This is where conspiracy theories happen. Is it? I mean, how can you make that decision? How does how does Bill Bush? He's he's gray in the beard. How does he not? We and you know, Coach. Not now is not the time. Mark Whipple, even more gray in the beard. Does he not sit there and say, Coach? I I don't get it. I just don't get it. How does this get past? You would think at least two or three chains of command to get called. Baffling. And and at that point, everybody was texting and tweeting the same thing. As then, you know, Northwestern caught fire. And as they're driving down the field, everybody had the same thought. Is this the old story again? And to a certain degree, a lot of fans were saying they deserve to lose this game, especially after it got to be 28-24. And obviously that's what happened. I don't know. No, by the way, Northwestern fans are screaming ass right now because Northwestern won this football contest and we're mostly talking I know, about we, Nebraska. We and did, I feel bad, yes. but that is this is the story. The, it is the story. Right. Even the Big Ten crew afterwards, they were doing the same thing. They were doing everything they can to 
to not go overboard with the negativity. I think to a certain degree we're trying to do it too, but the story is it was another defeat snatched from the jaws of victory. Absolutely. But why don't we start talking about Northwestern? Because a couple things. I was curious, is this offensive line as good as people were making it out to be? I knew it was going to be good, but I had questions. I had questions about their pass, uh, pass pro. They looked amazing in this game. Northwestern. Northwestern's did. Uh, also receiving core, we we said, well, who who are the targets here? Malik Washington looked great. Uh, Nairo had the big catch. Donnie Navarro, transfer from Illinois, looked pretty good. But over there are targets there. And- I never once was watching that game wondering who's going to make a play for Northwestern no. in in the receiving core. Yeah, they looked it, fine. It, and the reason that I felt confident on the receiving core because of the guy dealing the football, Ryan Holinsky. Yeah. 27 of 38, 314 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Officially, our week zero Big Ten player of the week. I mean, and we could have given up to Chase Brown, but a little bit better competition here for Northwestern, obviously. And something I never thought I'd hear us say, but he looked like a very good quarterback on this day. I mean, we were up until yesterday, this morning, wondering if Ryan Holinsky was even going to be the starter. Yeah. Like, I would be so curious to know, what did that quarterback battle look like during camp? I mean, the Big Ten crew all but puked on themselves when they started talking about the quarterback, right? Yeah. Right? Right. The quarterbacks and how the offense looked. Okay, so it's just one game. So is Northwestern that good, or is the Nebraska defense that bad? Nebraska defense, zero sacks, two tackles for a loss. Holinsky through 38 times. And, and you know, you, you have to put some of that on the offensive line of the Wildcats because they were Dude, great. Skaronsky and the crew. Oh, my gosh. They were – we talked up that offensive line uh, we preseason, did. We, but we talked it up more for the rushing attack, which, by the way, we're going to get to as well. Correct. They the, – the, the, there is a three-headed monster for defensive ends for Nebraska that Nebraska fans felt great about. They went they, – they, I never remembered their names getting called. In no. this game. Nope. O'Shane Mathis, O'Shawn Mathis, nope. uh, Garrett Nelson, and and uh, 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 Caleb Tanner. That's the three-headed monsters. They were invisible. I, I barely remember them. their names being called. And, and, you know, Nebraska looked great at the skill positions, but yes. on the line of scrimmage did not look good. And I, my guess is the game plan by Fitzgerald was that. I mean, you could see as the game went on, they slowed it down and they just started leaning on the Nebraska front seven. Yep. One of the issues that concerned me about Nebraska was not the interior of their defense with the linebackers, but the interior defense with their defensive line. Right now, I have concerns with the entire defensive line for Nebraska. Yeah. As far as a getting into the backfield on rushing downs. Fair. Uh, Evan Hull, 22 carries, 119 yards and a touchdown. Cam Porter, first game back in over two, well, close to two years. He, I mean, he looked great. And he, 19 carries, 94 yards and a touchdown. That is, that might be the most physical runner in the Big Ten. Who? Cam Porter. Over Evan Hull. Yeah, physical runner. I think you're, you, you're probably right. And he's more slight than Evan Hull. Evan Hull, you called it during the game. His ability to stop in the hole 
find the find the open space just and pick it just slide over a little bit and find an open hole it's amazing he was he was incredible so it's, i'm not saying it's everybody, wizard it's wizard like <laughs> speaking of of course the even year pat fitzgerald wizardry which was on full display today boy it sure was i i gotta say i was impressed yeah yeah i Uh, I just an old friend of mine on twitter nebraska or northwestern fan i'm not gonna say his name on the podcast but he was chewing my ass how dare you Uh, yes how dare that i picked (laughs) northwestern to be last in the division, like every single other publication. Noted. Correct. Correct. I, I, I'm sorry, but like, like it doesn't surprise me that Northwestern looks looked prepared to play football today. And, and it doesn't surprise me that much that they won. It's the way they won the game. Thank you. Yeah. Again, Olinsky, 27 of 38. If you had told me good right from the get go, if you had told me they were going to try 38 passes, I'd have said you're crazy because sorry about that that jason's laughing over there again we've been drinking but like i don't know i i i I am just shocked i'm shocked at how this game came about uh obviously northwestern moves to one and oh nebraska falls to oh and one the battle for the nu title goes to northwestern you want to hear you want to see a crazy thing during the game they listed stats and they they listed them as turnovers. N E B three turnovers. N U zero. Ooh, did they really on the on the on on the Fox crew? I mean, at least go N W. Right. No. Wow. So they were they were leaning that way during mm, during the football contest. Interesting. The aftermath is for non Nebraska Scott and non Scott Frost people. Twitter was en fuego with Absolutely. memes and. And jokes and whatnot. And the thing is, is it's going to be hard for Nebraska fans to not, I'm not saying join in, but like, let me ask you this dead ass. Like you're a huge pretender, you know, you're pretend you're a huge Nebraska fan. Okay. Um, You're a level headed Nebraska fan. Okay. Um, That's going to take some effort on my part. Like it's, it's all hypothetical. Okay. Um, Are, are you, are you still riding with Scott Frost at this point? I just don't know how you can. I don't know how any level-headed person can ride with Scott Frost at this point. What, what, what did, what did uh, Boat say before he left? Uh, seven single-digit losses in a row? In, in a row. Well, and it's more than that. It's more than that. No, in it? a row. Yeah, in a row. Because they had Northwestern in there last year. So it's seven single-digit losses since so last that's, time they played Northwestern. Look, if you're in games that are that close and you can't pull one of them out... And like I said, uh, last year it was... You could certainly put a lot of the blame on Adrian Martinez, right? Yeah. And, and, and just like the overall weirdness that would happen to special teams, whatever. Now that things have changed with quarterback, special teams, offensive coordinator... All that the stuff common looked, denominator right now, right? Because all that all that stuff looked better. All that stuff looked better. I thought the special teams looked fine. Yeah, they didn't look. They weren't a difference maker, good or bad. No, they weren't. By the but, way, shout out to. I'm sorry, I don't. We we are a little bit behind for the stats. Northwestern's punter was shooting daggers acres, out there. Yeah, he made a huge difference. In oh that my game. gosh, he made a huge difference. Huge Hunt, difference. Unteen matters, people. That was crazy. I mean, field position mattered. Yeah. That game count came down to, let me know if you've heard this before, 
special teams, field position, and turnovers. Yeah. It did. Right? It did. Like, it wasn't the exact same story, but it was by the same author. That's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. All right, that's it. That's only two games that we had to talk about, right? Not not a farewell to arms, but maybe the sun also rises. There's always a positive outlook that you can give on on things. And maybe it's a it's the beginning to the end. Cuz let's be honest. They're not going to fire Scott Frost until after October. No, it's, that's it's when that's be, when the clause right, jumps right, down. Right. I mean, they so, could still finish 3 and 1 through September. Seems unlikely with with Oklahoma coming to town, but it seems like we, we have me and you have barely openly talked about Scott Frost losing his job, have we? No, we no, haven't almost, talked about. It. We're oh, not hot seat guys. No, not at all. And we have barely talked about it. You're right. The seat is is scorching right now. It's scorching. Absolutely, you so can't. I don't, I don't you can't. Know. Avoid I, we're not. We're not. We're not asshat podcasters when we bring this up. It's too much to ignore. Someone's got the billows under the seat, yeah. and there's coals, and they're just you know pumping the billows, in, yeah. and it, they're just. The the yeah. red just keeps growing and growing. You know what I think about is like when uh, when you see the from the movies when the uh, airplane the landing gear doesn't come out and they and it lands on its belly and they okay. got that like soapy stuff that they shoot at the plane oh, sure, to try yeah. to keep it from igniting. That's what Frost needs right now. He needs that. I don't think anyone's gonna shoot the frothy stuff. No, at, at... no, they're gonna they're just gonna throw more. Yeah, dump some on it. kerosene on it. Yeah. yeah. All right, do you have an announcement to make here at the end? Oh, I do have an announcement. Okay, so I am taking a a slight step back, a half step back from the podcast. I am going to be no longer doing the midweek podcast, the the Wednesday podcast. I'll be doing the the post-game, but not the pregame. So you'll be recording Sundays, but not midweek. Sundays, but not midweek. Okay. I just want to publicly state um, this is... Not what I would choose. I very much enjoy uh, every, every podcast I've recorded. You've been sitting across the table from me or in some capacity. So, uh, But things happen. Life life is all about changes. Things do happen. If there was unlimited time in every day, I would still do the, the, the weekday podcast. But things are getting kind of hectic for me during the week. And uh, I would, I, could, I, could I challenge you? Is the door slammed shut all the way in any capacity or... What, what do you mean? I don't know. Maybe you, you guest star on a on midweek or things change. In the oh, no. I mean, I can certainly. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm just saying. I... The thing is, I just need to take a step back right now. My, okay. my life is getting a little too hectic during the week. All right. Um, so that ushers in, much like when a uh, uh, the starting quarterback goes down and you got a guy that can step in and do a great job. Right. A yeah. great job. Right. We've got a great person to fill in that will be recording opposite of me. I'm, I'm afraid to get pipped here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would, it would be, it would be, it'll be funny to see what he will say. Probably savvy, big eyes on big listeners will be able to figure it out. Dustin Schutte yeah. will be my midweek podcast partner. It'll be great to, it's, it's, it's a great person to to fill in, obviously, to record the podcast. I mean, not since Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Bob Musel have we had a lineup like this. This is murder's row. Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. And then to Jordan Love. Oh. Ooh. Who's gonna be after <laughs> DS? 
<laughs> let's let's stick with the yeah, Yankees. Let's, let's just let's, let's just stick go. with the Yankees okay, reference. All right, all right. Uh, so we welcome Dustin Schuette on a more you know uh, regular uh, host. He's been on. He's he's our our most our most host other than me host. and you. So now he will definitely take yeah, that. The host with the most. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Um, I had something witty and cool to say, but oh, I know what I was gonna say is I start the podcast. By always saying joined as always by I don't know I'm gonna have to modify that. Now. You got to work on that, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have to. If anybody's got any good ideas, hit me up on Twitter. But and I, let me know. I just love that DS is part of this now. He's the man. We're like the holy triumvirate. It is a triumvirate. Yeah, yeah, that's good. All right, I'm Jeffrey the Greek. I'm Big Kurt. This has been the Eyes on Big Podcast. We'll talk to you soon.